0: Hello everyone, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister, welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is March the 1st, 2020, strong hand, golden age of the 2020s, baby. Having hype. We're going to talk about that. Some 80 percenters are talking about it in motion. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Be a unique beast. Unconfiscatable. Hello, my elite friends. March is here. Oh, my. Hey, this week in Bitcoin, the last one in February was legendary. Ugly old goat was on there and uh, Phil was on there. And Brady Swenson of Citizen Bitcoin, Phil uh, is, of course, of Unchained Capital. Check it out. Yesterday, there were two shows. One of them was a taped uh, presentation I did for an Iowa Bitcoin group. I did it from here in L.A., but they were in Iowa when I did it for them on Thursday. It's pretty cool. Watch it. It's linked to below, of course. And the Beyond Bitcoin show, we were talking about uh, the current events The panic! Oh my God! The people out there! Come on! The golden age! You guys are just falling into this eighty percent or mainstream media hype about this. Oh God! All right, so I can't even say what I'm talking about, but you all know what's been in the news lately. It's ridiculous. I'm not going to spend on stuff because, of course, this is the one Bitcoin show. Oh yeah, San Francisco. I'll be at the event at the end of the month. That's linked to below. Tel Aviv, oh, yeah, I'm still going to Tel Aviv, of course. Uh, the halving party will be May 21st, best halving party on Earth. That's linked to below. And we will talk about the halving in a second. Jay Dorman says, uh, this stim- the stimulus is coming, possibly as early as today. What do you think Bitcoin does when more insane amounts of free money are created. I've got to say, I, I agree with Jay Dorman on this one, that the, the Fed, maybe co- coordinated with some of the other uh Western nations and uh rich Asian nations like Japan, uh, will have some coordinated stimulus of some sort, uh lowering rates suddenly. Maybe it won't be coordinated, maybe it will. Uh, but I don't think Trump can, uh, and it will, uh, pump all the markets again, including, uh, Bitcoin. Uh, so be, be prepared for that. Uh, am I a fan of, uh, that kind of stuff of the Fed? You know, the Fed's going to do what the Fed's going to do. It's not my, I I don't care anymore. (laughs) That's why I own Bitcoin. I don't care what the Fed does. That, That when you own Bitcoin, you really don't care what the Fed does. I'm just pointing it out uh, for those of you who think, oh, it's the beginning of a horrible recession. Oh, the 2020 is going to be so terrible for the economy. Eh. Well, everyone will jump back in every when the crack is flowing again, when the heroin is flowing, that monetary heroin, everyone will be partying it up like it's freaking 1999 and it's Prince. Pound that like button. All right. So moon capital. What's this? Oh, this is good. Unpopular take. Bitcoin is so much bigger than Bitcoin Twitter. We are a small part of the Bitcoin community. And if we all disappeared, Bitcoin would be fine. Pound that like button, dude. I agree. You can learn a lot from Bitcoin Twitter, but 80% of it, of course, of it is gossip and a waste of time and, and people screaming at each other and, and complete nonsense. But twenty percent probably is good. Uh, I, I do encourage people to to read the, the the Twitter feeds of the people I have on the show and and the Twitter feeds of people that I retweet, but not to get into the ludicrous arguments. Now, when you do get into those ludicrous arguments and when you start to put these people on pedestals, you forget that there are so many entities in this space who've never been on Twitter before, who've just bought a lot of Bitcoin because it's uh, it's Bitcoin. Because they want to preserve their wealth. Because they wanted a, uh, they want gold 2.0, limited supply type of monetary. Uh, I mean that. It, so it's a good reminder. Sometimes you have to get out of the little bubble. And it, same thing uh, with YouTube. Uh, Bitcoin YouTubers like me. If we all disappeared, it wouldn't matter at all. Wouldn't matter at all for Bitcoin. Bitcoin is so much bigger. Bitcoin is the honey badger. It doesn't matter. What the YouTubers do, and I'm not a YouTuber. I'm a Bitcoiner, but you know what I mean. Um, the, the Twitter people do. So, if you ever, if you ever start to take that, don't overreact to social media stuff. Okay, there is a benefit to it, though. There, you can learn. It does not make Bitcoin. It does not make or bake, uh, uh, make or break Bitcoin. It helps you as an individual become a more efficient uh manager of your finances if you properly read and listen uh, to the uh, social up in shouting mouth matches waiting wasting their time in on twitter or in comment sections just trolling which is you know not being in motion at all now oh we got questions here hang on before we move on to this uh and i can't say that word there daniel that's not a very nice thing uh you're a Bitcoiner Riot. You're, you're a Bitcoiner, not a, U, not a YouTuber for sure. I don't know where I saw Riot from. Uh, thanks, uh, Daniel. I'm a, I'm a Bitcoiner, not a YouTuber for sure. Okay, good. Um, all right. Bitcoiner Ted says here on uh, Twitter, Bitcoiners deserve every single cent their portfolio appreciates. Your Bitcoins being well-preserved is an effort still very few are ready to learn. I agree. But it will change. Over time, Bitcoin is going to create legions of cybersecurity experts. Hmm. Hmm. Legions of of, of cybersecurity experts. I think it will make some people uh, more aware of the – Cybersecurity risk out there when you're dealing with your finances, when you're dealing with your private key. Uh, I think it's going to send some people to third parties. I think it's going to help some Bitcoin banks out. Uh I would say that Bitcoiners do deserve every single cent of their that their portfolio appreciates if they are properly managing their private key on their Trezor, on their ledger or whatever, their hardware device. Okay. But I I don't I don't think it's going to wake up everyone. Uh, to to properly uh, controlling their private key. It will wake up some people, but you say legions will become cybersecurity experts. I think it's wishful thinking, dude. I think we got a lot of bad stories ahead of us for some individuals that do not take personal responsibility seriously. Now, on that note, here's a story about a a guy who's apparently been in cryptocurrency for quite some time and owns a lot of Bcash and Bitcoin. He had sixty thousand dollar, sixty thousand B cash worth around twenty million dollars stolen from his phone. Oh yes, he wasn't keeping his B cash. He was no cybersecurity expert, was he? Um, as the uh, excuse me, as the tweet before alluded to, he didn't become a cybersecurity expert yet. He's been in the space for a very long time. It's linked to below the entire crazy story. But he was either keeping his Bcash on a phone or keeping his Bcash at blockchain.info, God forbid. And uh, it was stolen from him. <laughs> all he had to do, all he had to do was keep it at a treasure. I mean, if you've got like a million dollars. Dude, I-, I can't believe if you have a million dollars worth of Bcash you're keeping on the phone, let alone $20 million worth of it. Now, some people are saying, well, he, he's not a very smart guy because he's got his wealth in Bcash. Um, well, I, I'm not, I'm not, I, I, he doesn't understand what bit, that Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin and that you got to value your wealth in Bitcoin and not in Bcash. That's for sure. I think it's really unfortunate that he got his fortune stolen from him because of keeping it on a phone or keeping it on a blockchain.info, where not keeping it on a uh, a uh, a hardware wallet clearly uh but that that's linked to below that story a few people are talking about it some people some b cashers are worried because the, the hacker is is going to sell it all and maybe that'll crash them I, I wouldn't worry about that aspect of it i more so would worry about people who keep that much money on a phone or on blockchain.info and somehow by losing access to their phone, by getting their phone hacked, maybe he had some password listed there. Maybe he had some private key listed there. It's not exactly clear, but he did something really wrong. And you can avoid all of that first. I, you know that that's part of the reason I don't even have a phone. I don't even have a phone. Um, if I had a phone, I would not keep a penny of, of cryptocurrency there at all. No. Uh, what else is? This? Who keeps this kind of money with only a phone as protection? Never heard of a hardware wallet, <laughs> never heard of a hardware wallet. When will people learn how to secure their coins? How many horror stories must we see? Well, we're gonna see, we're gonna hear quite quite a few more here. Uh, so guys, don't don't be the next horror story. And uh, all right, remember if you guys got questions, I get answers. I see people talking there. If you just type in Bitcoin Meister, or do a super chat. And what is next on the agenda here? Oh, well, let's talk about cash real quick. We're, we're talking about Bitcoin, which is digital cash, digital gold, whatever you want to call it. Much better than uh, bringing that cash in uh, on your uh, in your suitcase. And yes, Bitcoin fixes the following problem that this un- this unfortunate individual has. The Fed sees $39,000 from this guy's carry-on bags. He sues to get it back. When the feds ask where he got the money, he invokes his Fifth Amendment rights against self-incrimination. The Sixth Circuit Court says uh, that means he doesn't have standing to challenge the seizure because he can't show it's his money. So yeah, if you got $39,000 laying around in cash, and it can be... Easily taken away from you. Okay. Easily confiscated. You might think you're getting it back, but you're going to get into some bureaucracy there. uh, As, as this uh, tweet shows, it's his money. He doesn't want to say where he got the money from. They stole it from him. The TSA stole the money from him. It was in his possession. He doesn't want to say, and it's his right not to say where he got the money from, but now the court says, well, if he can't say where he got it from, it's not really his money. So they stole his money. Uh, yeah, Bitcoin definitely solves that issue right there because they can't just come at you and take your Bitcoin unless you have your freaking private key written down. Then yeah, <laughs> if you're like the guy mentioned above, that, that's pretty bad. But if you've got it on a trezor, if you've got it on a, a ledger, a, a hardware wallet, they can't just they don't they can take your your ledger or your trezor, but they can't they can't get it from you right away they cannot get it from right away if you have if you know that thing's been stolen you got your private key you you uh you've first of all you move it at that point um and you're in good shape now i i, I doubt if um uh the, the government stole suddenly stole your uh treasure at this point they would have the proper uh and of course if, if you just even if they stole it and they had the proper specialized device and specialized person that could get into your Trezor, if you had the freaking uh the 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 what was it the, the the passphrase or whatever not the not the code not your password but uh your special uh, 25th word basically you'd be fine uh, for a while at least uh, and again you would know if they stole your Trezor and you would have your private key and of course you would move it to a new uh, uh, you would move the bitcoin to a new private key at that point and you'd be fine but anyway going back to the whole darn point of this <laughs> it, and it, so off Mulberg asked have you seen daniel krawitz <laughs> talk about uh, fake toshi and michael hudson it's hilarious well i i've i've uh, unfortunately during people retweet daniel krawitz Uh, worship of uh just blind uh worship of fake Toshi. so i've seen that i don't know who michael Hugs hudson is uh but it's it's really like cringeworthy that the stuff that daniel uh tweets out there i mean he's not like uh (laughs) the most socially skilled guy out there obviously and there's nothing wrong with with that uh but he, he does take it to a, a new level in his uh, weird uh, belief in, in in BSV. But again, it, it just it shows you that anyone can fall into a, into a cult. All right. So yes, twenty fifth word, baby. You gotta love the twenty fifth word. Now, what do we have here? We see. Oh, I see Richie Rich is in the house too. I get, I got to meet Richie Rich. Uh, all right, and, and people are saying they want to see the Daniel Powter. Think, Dudes, it is a waste of your freaking time to, to listen to a word that dude even says. I, again, I just stumble upon stuff he he says. It, it's noise at this point. It's it's really embarrassing noise. And so I know some people like to be entertained by people who are not, uh, you know, the the, the most socially who can be socially awkward or whatever, but that dude's a waste of your time. Uh, you're not learning anything from that guy. Uh, it's like the So, uh, we talked about the, the the cash heist by the government. Don't carry cash in your, uh, in your bags when, when you're going on a plane, not a good idea. Uh, and it's just unfortunate we live in this world where you, 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 you should be able to. And there's been a few people that have lost their cash that way to the lovely uh, TSA agents. All right. So here's an interesting trolling example uh, from a woman who likes, likes to troll a lot. Her name's Angela Walsh, Walsh. And this probably shows she doesn't really know too much about Bitcoin. And that's not the point of me sharing this. I think it it, again is foreshadowing the next big social attack on Bitcoin, which will create a fork of Bitcoin. She said, if tomorrow I submitted a technically sound pull request that would lift the 21 million cap in Bitcoin, what stops it from being included in the next release of Bitcoin core? All right. So, um that's it's a pretty ridiculous question and uh but and she's probably just trying to stir people up or she wants new followers because it generated a lot of uh retweets and uh a lot of people yelling at her okay great but look look what she specifically trolled with there the theme Ooh, how would you raise it by 21 million how would you raise the 21 million cap and and it's people like her that Once that becomes a more popular little meme among the, uh, no coiners or whoever, she'll jump right in on it and just say, yeah, why not? Let's have a Bitcoin with 21 million. And you know what I will say? Go ahead, make my day, create that crypto dividend, go for it. Um, it's Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. You guys are trying to be the next B cash and please. Buy, give up your precious Bitcoin to buy this forty-two million proposed Bitcoin, uh, whatever you want to call it. It's not Bitcoin, but forty-two million proposed altcoin. And uh, yeah, buy what I get for free. But she, I'm just, I'm just throwing this out there. She's trolling with this uh, theme of the future. Let's say this trolling theme of the future. It's a little foreshadow there for you people. I know I've talked about it quite a bit lately, but. Uh, This next halving period between 2020 and 2024, that's my my prediction of the next big uh, B-cash type of fork off of Bitcoin, unfriendly fork, one that will involve uh, inflation. For, For the impatient, for the people, for the complainers. Okay, what do we got here? All right, so I still, for some reason, one of my email accounts, my numerous email accounts. I don't have a phone, but I have numerous email accounts. I got a I got a nice shirt on today. You can get shirts like this linked to below. I still get I still get the Doug Casey. Uh, I get some free free newsletter thing from him, and occasionally he'll have someone write. And I I usually just erase them because usually the titles are just like gold gold. Or Trump destroying economy or end of world about to happen. You know, it just it, there's such clickbait nonsense. But I'll occasionally check the ones that uh I think might deal with Bitcoin. And sure enough, he's got uh he's got a a guy who appeals to the 80%ers writing for him, talking about the halving. So anyone hyping the having, okay. I like having hype. Use the hashtag having hype. I think I forgot to in my, uh, in the tweet. I forgot to hashtag it up. My bad. But here it is. I'm going to read you. Are you prepared for May 2020? Below is a message from our colleagues over at Palm Beach Research Group that we found particularly interesting. We urge you to continue reading. Casey Dispatch Reader. A big event is happening in the world of cryptocurrencies in May. It happens every four years. <laughs> you could call it the Bitcoin Olympics. If you like this event is called the halving. those first two bull runs were great. And I believe this will happen again with Bitcoin and other cryptos in 2020 that that's from Tika Tawari, chief and analyst at uh, Palm beach research group, which of course pumps all sorts of fifth tier altcoins, uh, again my point in in sharing this is that uh if you think it's if you think it's priced in when this guy is just educate educating his 80 percent followers about it now you're dead wrong uh and uh yeah so as i said i predict I, i predicted in 2016 i predicted in for 2020 as we get closer more and more people whether they be sketchy individuals like that or the mainstream media are going to be bringing it to the attention of the 80 percenters. They will be FOMO, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Price will go up. Then price will go down. And then by the end, uh, by the start of 2021, we'll have a real, uh, real movement again. Okay. But no, it's not priced in yet because people like that haven't heard about it yet. How many people do you think have at least one Bitcoin? There was an a story I did on this, uh, a few weeks ago, uh, Jeff, and I forgot the exact numbers. The, the person broke it down by entities. How many entities have at least one Bitcoin? And, uh, now, now I forgot what it was. It's, it's not that many. If you have like 10, you are in such good shape. It's unbelievable, but I don't, I don't remember the number now. Um, to have at least one bitcoin I, it, it, maybe it was like two hundred thousand or something like that it, it, it's quite a small number it's quite a small number of entities uh you know what, what i'll try to do jeff is uh I'll, I'll link to the the video after the show i'll find the video and I, it'll be linked to below and it'll say how many entities have uh at least one bitcoin but v- very good question and I, I like, so I'm going with the, the, the statistics that I talked about in that video that I cannot remember right now that were in that article. I think that guy that wrote the article did a good job of, of figuring out how many entities have one Bitcoin, have 10 Bitcoin, have 100 Bitcoin, et cetera. And uh, because there's some companies that share it, there are, there are exchanges that, okay. Hello, Bitcoin presentation more people should understand bitcoin. If you're a bitcoiner with an interest in educating regular people about big, how bitcoin works and why it's important, then consider giving this intro presentation in your local community. And I linked to the tweet that that links to the presentation. I also linked to Hello Bitcoin. And uh, I actually went through the entire presentation. I thought it was very good. There was a little there was a couple high level things in there that some people might not get. But in in terms of talking about scarcity and why it's valuable and what it is, I thought it was a good. Thing. It had it had fancy sets and graphics in it. Well, not too fancy, but stuff that people can can get a hold of and be happy about. And if if you're a, a if you want to show your club, your your church group or whatever, you want to give a little Bitcoin presentation, there it is. Uh, these guys at Hello Bitcoin have made something that you can. Uh, share with with many people so check that out i thought it was a cool little tool uh so in motion that 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 entity is in motion pound that like button finally it's happened to me all right david nade says you don't wait for insurance premiums to go down to buy life insurance you don't wait for insurance premiums to go down to buy fire insurance And you shouldn't wait for Bitcoin prices to go down to have some insurance against socioeconomic disruptions. Well, that is a good way of looking at things. Uh, Mr. David Nage actually said that. I hope I said David Nage said that. Um, Yes, you can consider Bitcoin insurance against really horrible situations happening in your country. (laughs) Uh, And so you really shouldn't wait to have that insurance. Uh, against uh, your 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 country, perhaps uh, printing your wealth away, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay, I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, this Rup Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the links below. Pound it, bang the bell button, and I will say hi to everybody in the chat right now. This late night in LA see you soon new show every day conviction